You're listening to Flourish Weekly with Pastor Jen. We know you'll be encouraged by today's talk. Hey y'all, welcome back to Flourish Weekly. It is so good to be back with you guys. Here we are in January of 2023. Um, I've missed you, I've missed recording, but I have enjoyed taking some time to be with family and to raise a new puppy. I don't know if you were expecting me to say that or not, but we got a new puppy for Christmas and we've been raising our new little guy. His name is Crew. We call him Crew Bear. He's such a fun addition to our family. And um, so it has been a fun several weeks of being with family. We got to go back and be with my family for Christmas in North Carolina. Such a relaxing and restful time. And then um, came back and have been just really taking some time to um, refresh, restore, and rest, and really just getting some vision for the coming year and for our family and for our ministry. It's just been a really nice time. Um, kind of quiet, kind of slow, which is different. Um, it's, it can be a little uncomfortable, right? We, we like when we're doers, we like to be in go mode. And so it's been a little slower than usual, but um, it has been such a good time. And I encourage you to take some time, um, you know, schedule some vacation time, schedule some downtime, and just come down and be quiet and restful and spend time with family and get away from the hustle and bustle if you're able to. It's so necessary. It's so needed. And, um, you know, sometimes we just need to slow down and get quiet so God can speak, um, or really so we can listen because he's speaking. So I love you and I'm good. I'm so glad to be back with you. Um, let's just pray before we get started. Heavenly Father, thank you for this opportunity to share with those that are listening today. Thank you for these lives that the people represent lives. And I thank you for their lives. I thank you for their families. I pray a blessing over their homes. I pray a blessing over their marriages. I pray, Lord, that you would continue to teach and and strengthen and speak to them, Lord, as they are pursuing you and seeking you and really searching for your heart and your answers for their lives. God, I pray that you would give me the strength to say the right words and to share your heart with your people today. I love you and I trust you in Jesus' name. Amen. Well, like I said, welcome back. Um, today I wanted to talk to you. I'm going to jump right in. Today I want to talk to you from the verse 2 Corinthians 12, 12, 9. And what that verse says, I'm going to start off by reading it in the New Living, and then I'd like to also read it in the New King James. Um, in the New Living, it says, Each time he said, My grace is all that you need. My power works best in weakness. So now I am glad to boast about my weakness so that the power of Christ can work through me. And this is Paul talking, and he's referring to a weakness in his life that he continually asked God to remove. Lord, please take this. And and God spoke to him. God's response to him was, hey, Paul, my grace is all you need. My power actually works best in weakness. So then Paul said, okay, well, in that case, I'm going to not only, I'm, I'm going to boast and rejoice in my weakness because that's when the power of God can work through me. And I was really thinking about this verse for my own life. I mean, I, I'm very honest on this podcast. I feel like if I'm vulnerable and real and honest with you about things that I go through, surely some of you out there are going through the same things. And it's such an opportunity for us to realize, man, I'm not alone in, in what I'm struggling with. I'm not alone with what I'm facing. And 
just I personally, um, this verse has ministered to me so much over the last couple of weeks where I have just felt like, um, how many of you have ever felt like January rolls around and you, you know, you, you have these new goals or you think that January 1st is going to hit and you're going to have this new motivation for the year, or you set, um, some people set workout goals, nutrition goals, spiritual goals, emotional goals, career goals, um, goals with your family. And you start off the year with kind of this pressure of like what your first, you know, few weeks of the year should look like. And for me, I just couldn't seem to get my strength. I couldn't seem to get my energy. I couldn't seem to get my uh, my head on straight and get my motivation. I couldn't find my footing, if that makes sense. And I felt like I was kind of spinning my wheels. And one day I was kind of pushing through that, pushing through that feeling and trying to just, you know, do what I needed to do and do it even though I didn't feel like doing it. I was trying to just stick with being consistent and being committed to the things that I wanted to do. And um, right in the middle of my day, it's like God interrupted my thoughts. He interrupted my um, feelings of guilt, my feelings of frustration, my feelings of what's wrong with me, my feelings of just feeling like I was sloshing through life. Um, And he really interrupted my thoughts and he spoke so clearly to me, um, my strength is made perfect in your weakness. And that's what the New King James Version says. I'm going to read that verse again, 2 Corinthians 12, 9. And he said to me, my grace is sufficient for you, for my strength is made perfect in weakness. Therefore, most gladly, I will boast in my weakness that the power of God may rest upon me. And man, when I, when God spoke that to me, you guys, it was not a glamorous moment. I was actually standing in my laundry room, sorting through laundry. And for those of you out there who have littles and you are raising um, toddlers or young children and your house feels like it's always, um, you know, you feel like you're always chasing a toddler around or there's always laundry to be done and you're trying to also do your career or your ministry or your life and, and it just feels like you're being pulled in every direction. And, you know, sometimes we're in this gear where we have strength and we have energy and we feel the motivation and we feel the power of God and the anointing on, on our lives to do it. And, and then there's other times that we don't, and there's times that we feel like, man, I am just struggling through to get through the day. So I want to talk about something in particular about this. There are times in our lives where we have the strength for the task at hand, right? Whatever it is, a career task, something at work that is a task on your desk that you have to accomplish today. And you go in and you have your cup of coffee and you think, I got this. And you can get through that task and you have the strength to do it, okay? I want to compare that to the times in our lives where there's a task at hand, whether it's something at work that your boss has asked you to do, whether it's something that God has asked you to do, sharing your faith with someone, reaching out to a neighbor, um, sharing your testimony publicly in front of a, a crowd of people, or whatever it is, something that maybe God is nudging you to do ministry-wise or at church or in your community whatever it is, let's talk about a task that you face that you don't have the strength for and you need his strength for it. And I really want to hone in and talk about times in our lives where we have the strength to accomplish. A lot of times it conditions us to think that everything in life, we should feel up to it and we should feel capable of it. And we have to be really careful that we don't draw back when we're faced with a challenge 
that kind of pushes us and, and, and um, kind of pushes us outside of our normal ability. Because doing things in our own strength, I'm going to tell you from my own experience, doing things in my own strength um, and pushing and pushing and pushing and kind of demanding of myself more than I was capable of is what led me to a place of burnout. And I did not learn um, the two different really the two different instructions from God, one being take my yoke upon you and learn of me for my yoke is easy and my burden is light. Number one, that, that instruction. And then number two, this, this, this word that he gave to Paul, where he says, look, be weak, reveal your weaknesses, talk about your weaknesses, talk to me about your weaknesses, bring your weaknesses to me because that's where my strength is perfected and that's where my power can rest on you. But the thing that we do in society, in our world, in our families, man, we as women and even men, we do this thing where we think we we have to have it together and we have to be able to do it. And if we can't, then we either, A, we don't, we just don't do it because it's too hard. Or B, we push through and and kind of just try to do it in our own strength, in a strength that we don't even have. And instead, the proper response is really simple. It's, okay, God, you've asked this of me, or my boss has asked this of me, or my pastor or my leader or someone in my life has asked this of me and it is hard and it is challenging and I don't feel like I have the strength for it. If this is something you're asking me to do, I'm going to need your help. And it sounds so simple, but how many of us actually stop and slow down and say, God, I, I'm not capable. I feel like we aren't humble enough or we're so proud, we're so arrogant, we're so insecure, okay? Sometimes it's our insecurity that won't allow us to admit, um, I need help. And when we slow down and we actually acknowledge to ourselves, wow, God, I should be able to do this load of laundry. You know, that sounds really dumb. But guys, that was the point that I came to this past Um, gosh, I don't know when it was exactly, but I came to that point where I was like, I cannot even hold my head up. (laughs) What is going on with me? And I was frustrated and I felt tired physically. I had some things going on in my body and I was like, I have to push through to get laundry done today. Now let's use the other extreme. There have been times that God has specifically spoken to me to, to, to speak a word, to preach at church or to preach to a crowd of people, or to speak on the mission field, or to share my faith with a stranger. And I was like, I I mean, that's the other extreme. It can be anything as small as a load of laundry, or feeding your kids breakfast, because you feel like you just don't have any more energy. You feel like you just don't have any more strength. You don't have any more patience. You don't have any more um, um, endurance. And it's the little things that start to just great at you. And that is the time in our lives where we stop completely and say, God, I can't do this without you. But your word says that your grace is enough, that your grace is sufficient. And what sufficient means is that it's enough. And so I'm looking to you. I'm looking at you, God, and I'm saying, I need help. And in that moment, there's this, there's this peace and you know, it, it's this calm and this this sense of um, 
security and safety and rest that comes over you where you realize, you know what, God, I I can't do this without you, but I know that your grace is sufficient and I'm going to get through this. And, and it's almost like it gives you, um, it allows you, you give yourself permission to, <laughs> to be weak. Why, why are we so hard on ourselves? Why are we so hard on ourselves that we feel like we need to down another Red Bull or chug another four shots of espresso to get through a day when we're, we're only human and we're only capable of so much? Why are we so hard on ourselves that, man, I'm weak. I'm weak today. And God, I need your strength. And then you know what? There are other days that we feel it and we are on it and we're strong and we're multitasking and we're thinking fast and our our mind is clear and we are joyful and moving and and um you know doing all the things uh, we always make jokes in my friend group we always say um, making deals kicking butt we have days where we are making deals and kicking butt right and then there are other days that we are like life is kicking my tail today and you know what i just think that it's so important that we are humble enough to acknowledge that I am not God. I am not, I cannot be all things to all people. There are days, guys, that I have people reach out to me that need counseling or prayer or help. And I'm like, Lord, have mercy because I need some counseling and some help today. And that's just the reality of it. You guys, I'm a, I'm a pastor and I'm a minister, but I am a real human being that has to rely on Jesus for every single day of my life. I do. And I lean on him and I trust in him. And I have to catch myself because there's so many times that I'll fall back into doing things in my own strength. And it's like, I completely forget. I'm like, oh, oh. You're right, Lord, I'm sorry. I have this God in heaven who's also in my heart and in my life and in my home that I can lean on, that I can look to and I can say, okay, God, the one who created the heavens and the earth, the one who formed the earth and created every animal and every creature and who who put breath in our lungs, I get to ask you for strength to get through this day and to do the things that you're asking me to do because I want to do them and I want to do them well. I'm reminded of Philippians 4.13 that also says, I can do all things, but there's a, there's a rest of this verse. I can do all things through Christ who gives me strength. The Bible also says that the joy of the Lord is our strength. Okay, it's not my own joy. It's not joy that I've mustered up. It's not joy that I have found in people or in things or in experiences or in travel. It's not joy that I have mustered up. That is, that is not the joy that gives me strength. The joy that gives me strength is the joy of the Lord. I can do all things through Christ. So uh, admit to yourself and admit to God, God, yes, I can do all things through through you as you strengthen me. God, yes, I can be full of joy as you fill me with joy. Yes, I can be full of confidence and hope for the future as you give me those things. Yes, I can forget the past and the shame and the guilt and the hardship of the past and move forward without fear because of you and you are my source, and you are my strength. And when it's like, guys, I'm telling you, when that when that moment happens, and we place all of the, the we, we acknowledge again that he is our source, and we place all of the emphasis on who he is, then man, he does. 
He begins to supernaturally fill us. It's almost like our we click into this mode where we're like, oh, I can't do it on my own and I don't have to. I've got you on my side. And man, there's just something about that. So I want to encourage you as we go into this year, um, as we move forward, as God begins to give you vision and goals, please allow him to give you visions and goals. Don't avoid it just because, you know, you feel stuck or you feel frustrated. And I want to encourage you, look, if you started off January of 2023 and you're just not like on it and accomplishing and feeling like you are um, checking things off your list and and moving forward. Some of you out there, maybe your January has been everything you imagined it to be, and I am so happy for you. Maybe you are out there and you are just like on cloud nine and you are excited about this coming year. But you know what? Maybe you are out there listening and you're like, this January, this new year has not been what I thought. And that I want to encourage you right now, hear me, that does not mean that your entire year is going to feel that way or be that way. Look, you will have a great year. It might look different than you expected. It might feel different than you expected. But I promise you, if you will put God first, if you will intentionally put him first, keep seeking God, keep reading your Bible, keep sitting down and having some moments alone and quiet with him. Keep putting God first. Keep obeying God in the little things. I love it how Pastor Matt is always talking about the basics and doing the basic, the basic things that God is asking of you. Keep obeying God in the things that he's instructing you to do. And you know what? Your instructions may be different than my instructions and they may be different than the person next to you's instructions. But if you will just be consistent through the sluggish times, be consistent through the slow times, be consistent through the, 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 the times that feel a little confusing or a little frustrating, be consistent and intentional about the basics. And if you will do that, when the season starts to change and shift, you're going to be ready for it. And also, man, let's just acknowledge sometimes God leads us into a season of rest. Sometimes God will lead you into a season that's quieter than usual, that's less busy than usual. And I personally struggle when things aren't as busy, um, not necessarily with guilt, but just kind of with like not knowing what to do with myself. And God always reminds me, these seasons have a purpose too. Slow seasons serve a purpose just as much as the busy seasons. And so take, if you are in a season right now where you're like, man, things just seem slower. Things don't seem as busy. Um, and you might be listening right now and you're like, that ain't me. <laughs> that is not me, Pastor Jen. I am, I can barely get through, I, I can barely get through my schedule. I am so, so busy. I have a couple of friends right now that their, their schedule is just slammed from sunup to sun, sundown. January is their busiest season. But today specifically, I wanted to talk to those who maybe are in a slower season and acknowledge that, hey, this season is serving a purpose as well. And let me slow down. Let me let me lean into my kids a little more and listen to what they have to say. Let me let me lean into God a little more and, and hear what he has to say and, and ask him for direction for the year. Um let me because the season this the slow seasons never never last, right? Eventually that busy season that that's going to take over your life again and you're going to be going again and you're going to be loving it and you're going to have the energy to do it because you didn't fight through the uh, the slower season. And so let's let me let me just go back and and emphasize one more time that 
His strength is made perfect in our weakness. And we want the power of God to rest on us, right? I need, I cannot do what I do. I can't do podcasts. I can't do women's ministry. Um, I can't do the things that are on my heart in the future that I really want to see God do in my life. I can't be a good wife. I can't be patient and loving. I can't use kind words and walk in love with my friends. I cannot do, maybe you can't do um, the tasks at work or raising your children or or there are things we cannot do unless the power of God rests on our lives. And we want that. We crave that. We need that. And I'm going to be really honest with you. Some of you, the power of God is not, I'm going to say not just some of you, some of us, me as well. The power of God isn't resting on your life because you, you have failed to apply the wisdom of God. And what do I mean by that? Well, I just simply mean that there's a wisdom of God where he, where he instructs us what we should do, how we should do it, when we should do it. And man, we are, we are our worst enemy, right? The Holy Spirit will speak to you, nudge you and say, ah, maybe don't go on that trip. Maybe don't get involved in that particular activity. No, I don't. And, and, and it doesn't mean all or nothing. I feel like sometimes with, with, with believers, with us, with women, with men, we think if God says no once, it means no forever. And that's not the case. It's not necessarily all or nothing. Just recently, I had a situation where I had a fun event that I had the opportunity to go to. And I just, in my heart, just didn't feel peace. I just felt the nudge of the Holy Spirit to not go. And man, like if I could tell you the full story as to what all happened, it is a miracle that I didn't go. And it and and I don't always listen, but thank God I listened that time. And I really want to strive to be a daughter of God, a person, a child of God who listens when he speaks because he's protecting us. He's guiding us. The Bible says that he's leading us into all wisdom and that wisdom is the basics, the basis of success. And so a lot of times the power of God is not resting on our family. It's not resting on our marriage. It's not resting on our, our work. It's not resting on our ministry because we, it's not God. It's because we haven't applied the wisdom of God. And sometimes the wisdom of God is, um, take a nap. <laughs> I mean, you guys know I'm not super profound. I'm big on the basics. If you have run yourself completely ragged and you have the choice between a 20 minute nap or another cup of coffee, if you actually have the choice, lay down and close your eyes for 20 minutes. And I'm, I'm just saying there are some basic wisdom nuggets from God about our schedules, about our priorities, about our lives. And you know what? I'm going to say this. It's time for us to kind of grow up. It's time for us to start growing up spiritually by growing up in wisdom. And when we apply wisdom, we grow up spiritually. It's, 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 the Bible says in Proverbs that wisdom cries out in the streets. And I wasn't going to go this direction, but the Lord's leading me, so I'm going to hit it. Wisdom cries out in the streets. What does that mean to me? Well, it tells me that wisdom is crying out and everyone can hear her. Everyone can hear wisdom saying, this is the, this is the way to do it. This is the way to not do it. It's basically, honestly, common sense. But how many of us don't apply the common sense and the wisdom of God? God created your body, your mind, your spirit, your soul to function a certain way with certain needs. 
And that means getting enough sleep, um, having time with family. There, A lot of times the things that we are struggling with, I'm going to challenge you with this, the things that we are struggling with, not all the time, but sometimes it's just a lack of wisdom. We've got to go back and say, where do I need to apply the wisdom of God to my life so that I can grow and succeed and move on so that I can level up and, and be promoted at work and be promoted in the, in the kingdom of God and be promoted in my family and in different ways. How do I, and where do I need to apply the wisdom of God? It's so important that we apply apply God's wisdom, that we lean on his strength, that we draw on his strength, and that we recognize, man, God, your grace is sufficient. I don't have the, maybe physically you're struggling in your body. I don't have the physical strength, but God, your grace is sufficient for me. I'm struggling with pain in my body, but your grace is sufficient for me. Lord, I need to forgive so-and-so because they offended me and and you know, it's really important that I'll talk about this another time, but it's important that we're careful to not be easily offended. But when we are offended or when we are hurt with someone, we got to just stop right then and there. Or at some point in that 24 hour, you know, time frame and say, God, that hurt me. It's replaying in my mind. And I took offense. And I, first of all, I'm sorry I took offense. And second of all, I need your grace to forgive. I want to forgive. We need God's strength to forgive and to walk in love and to to rest and to work for God. And we need his strength in everything that we do. Even I'm sensing right now that we need his strength to have those hard conversations. Somebody out there, you need God's strength to communicate what it is that you're feeling, what it is that hurt you, or, or maybe you need God's strength to properly articulate to your boss or to your spouse or to a friend, something that's on your mind or something that's on your heart. Ask God, say, God, I need your strength to properly articulate and communicate. And he will, he's going to help you. That's the beauty of this relationship we have with Jesus and with the Holy Spirit and with God is that man, he's with us and he's helping us in everything that we do. So let go today relax today, take a deep breath and just acknowledge and hear him say today in your car or at home while you're getting ready, wherever you are right now and listening, wherever you might be, hear the voice of God today saying, I've got you. My grace is sufficient. In fact, my, my strength works best in your weakness. My strength is perfected in your weakness and I've got you and this is going to be a great week. This is going to be a great year. The things that are coming down the pipe for you are good. And God is excited to bless you. And he is ready to honor you as we just kind of let go, slow down and say, okay, God, I am going to commit myself to do the things you've asked me to do. I'm going to commit myself to, to be excellent in all things, but I'm going to need your help and I'm going to need your grace. And I trust today that your grace is sufficient for me. I love you guys so much. It's so good to be back with you. I hope you've enjoyed this episode. Please reach out to me. I want to hear from you. You can reach out to me through Instagram, Facebook, Or if you have my number, you're welcome to text me and just let me know that you heard this episode, that it ministered to your heart. And also take a moment and send this to someone who maybe is weary, who maybe is struggling. Send it to someone who's tired and just encourage them that his grace is sufficient for them. I love you so much. Have a great week. 
We're so glad you joined us today on Flourish Weekly. If you enjoyed this episode, feel free to share it with a friend and tag us on social media. You can also connect with Pastor Jen on Facebook and Instagram. Thank you for listening.